0: One podcast, mining the Magic the Gathering community for salt. This is The Howling Salt Mine. It's The Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt
1: Mine.
0: Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling Salt Mind Podcast. The podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community, find the saltiest posts, the salty stories that we love, those salty confessions that we crave, put them in our mind cart and bring them right back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Mike and Tony. Say hey, guys. What up, what up, what up? Howdy, how do you Guys, I'm still coughing.
2: Like so much. I thought you were getting that fixed. That's the lesson at home for the kids not to do drugs.
3: (laughs) That's not why it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking got him. (laughs) Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Dare. Now I just got to reference
0: dare the whole episode. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, it it fucking sucks. Uh, Bronchitis is, is horrible. And I have to sing a salty song later, and it's just gonna be all fucky. I, I already tried it out. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> so, nice. so, look forward to that. Listen to the yeah. end, folks. You can really hear the bad take of
2: this song. They're usually not that good. So, like, it's fine.
0: <laughs> Before we get started, let's thank our nice patrons, shall we? We got Hephaestus Bolts, EF Judge, and Accidental TP Gay. You guys fucking rock. It's, it's a reason for doing it all, quite frankly.
2: Thank you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you just saw what happened. My cat stuck her head in the V part of the headphones. and was nice. pushing downwards to,
1: like, I guess, <laughs> <Nice>.
3: choke herself. <laughs> oh, nice. Auto-erotic exfixiation. Oh, man. Yeah. That, okay. <laughs> that does make, so for the Excuse longest, me. the longest <laughs> period of my life, it's not that part that I'm into, The longest uh-huh. period of my life. I
2: love being choked out. <laughs> yeah, I
3: love it. Every clip in a movie that had like someone like choking someone and the person getting choked like grabbing the hand, I always thought that they were shoving the hand <laughs> into their throat. And I was like, why are they doing Choke that me more? yeah that's not helping <laughs> don't do that that's going to kill you and it took me like way too long to realize like oh yeah, like you goofball come on trying <laughs> to save themselves are you sure you weren't
4: dreaming about it and like
3: wishing yeah. it happened okay, like totally you know in a more personal setting or like i'm just okay. no no <laughs> right. i had to check <laughs> you said your whole life you've been thinking about it so Not <laughs> my whole life only like recently i mean uh uh, uh, uh... <laughs>
0: do you need to take a break mike <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> oh man well if you haven't heard already because mm. i don't know if that part got left in the episode no this minecart <laughs> guys this minecart is a little bit crowded today you know mm-hmm. hey. we're fucking squeezed in
4: listen i know i'm overweight sam but you don't <laughs> have to go to that far <laughs> i already got my doctor on my back i don't need you we're like <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: gosh. (laughs) Well, you might recognize that voice. And the other voice, again, if we didn't cut it, who know, fucking yeah. knows? This has been a wild episode already. We're stay. ten yeah, minutes yeah. in.
2: We should have known. But today we are joined
0: by the mind sculptors. That's right. We have Callahan and Ian with us today. What's up, you two?
2: What's up? Hello. We are up. We are ready. We are vivacious. Where wow. Mike is horny. This is we're great. <laughs> <Yes.
1: laughs> okay, now it has to stay. Has to yeah. stay in- <laughs>
2: I've done it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just gonna be an exercise in us making like kind of a weird joke and then referencing it again. So it has to stay in the <laughs> final cut.
2: Nothing is cuttable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to make your job easier. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite moments
0: when we're editing. Cause our process is that like I do a rough cut and then we all listen yep. to it and we give notes and Mike, Mike's notes will often be like this joke probably needs to be cut. And then like 10 minutes later in his notes, he's like, Fuck, we referenced the joke again. <laughs> and, and then sometimes we just keep referencing it, and, he, and you can just see his frustration in the notes. It's great. Yep. <laughs> that is more editing than we do. Oh, yeah. We do a stupid yes. amount of editing, a shameful amount of editing, actually. It's pretty bad.
4: So
2: <laughs> I used to be pretty podcast neurotic. I get it.
4: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you you got to get all those mouth sounds out. Oh, yeah. See, I come from doing live radio so i'm just over here and it's like if your first tank ain't good wasn't good enough to begin with yeah (laughs) that's
0: true that's true
2: (laughs) words to live by
4: yeah i I don't
0: know if i can (laughs) ever live that way (laughs) no no no. i
2: as callahan is my active video editor they will know for sure that i very frequently i go oh yeah i fucked that one up pretty bad huh all right i'm
4: gonna (laughs) do it again (laughs) (laughs) okay so the best part though about editing your videos is the parts where you'll fuck up and then you could be just be like, Jesus Christ, Cal, I need somebody to give me help. And <laughs> just, like, just Talk directly to you. you know, sure. Just talk directly to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I love that.
0: We talked to Sam in the editing room like he is mm-hmm, a, a different mm-hmm. person than I am. Um, you know, all of this is his shit to deal with later. That, that fucking sucker.
2: You don't have a different editing, Sam? No,
4: no, it's just me. <laughs> nah, you don't yeah. have a AI voice that you paid oh a subscription God. for to make jokes on your channel
0: and others? We do, but it's uh, AI Plankton, and he's only singing Creed
2: covers. <laughs> okay. The, what's the song you guys have done like once an episode recently? It's been really it's been a while. It. It's been a while. Yeah. Been a while. Like, <laughs> that's been earworming me so bad.
3: Yeah. Us too. If you hadn't
1: noticed. Yeah. Yeah. It,
2: it's been so bad that
0: I've gotten to the point where, in like regular conversation, I've actively stopped saying the phrase "It's been a while." Well, yeah,
2: that's the only way to control it. Like
0: I I started saying, like, oh, it's been a long time since we've done this. Or (laughs) it's been
4: a, it's been a A (laughs) while. Just trying to dance around it. yeah yeah.
2: it's like a thing of my family like we do that like yeah oh yeah something is a song and you say the line it then gets sung it's just how it is and so the only way to stop it for us is to not say the line because i will sing it every single time yeah it's
0: also just deeply ingrained in our friendship and including nick uh our fourth pod member like when the four of us hang out we're just all singing little songs constantly and making references and kind of driving ourselves crazy uh, but it's Mm -hmm. a good time Mm -hmm. yeah you guys are all theater
2: kids we get
3: it yeah (laughs) yeah
2: unfortunately
3: I only acted like twice so and it was bad so (laughs) more than most non-theater kids (laughs) lightly (laughs) less of a theater kid yeah but you sang acapella in college Shit. oh yeah that's that's fair if you sing acapella it's
2: usually a replacement for uh yeah yeah Yeah, exactly it's it's like a recipe substitute (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm. see but the thing is is people who sing acapella it's either that or they're like insufferable douchebags and, and it's yes. just like, it's
3: one or the other. And we managed to do both. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we threw tech school on top to be nerds, too. Yeah. It was like, God, we're all odd. engineers, too. Really <laughs> trying to appeal
2: to the least amount of common
0: yeah. people. Yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then to round it out. We play magic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The final nail in the coffin. For Magic the Gathering content creators, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like, couldn't even do that in a a normal, not weird way, for sure. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Well... Ian, it's great to have you back on. You are our Thanks. second
0: returning guest.
2: Yeah. Now I'm, I'm returning as part of my my secondary function, which is a podcast co-host as, as yeah. uh, the, the mind Sculptors.
0: <laughs> you just need to get like a third branded side gig and then you can show up there.
2: Technically speaking, I am the Scribe Baby set director. So, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. technically a part of three content channels. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we just have you come back on for Scribe Babies in the future. Yep. <laughs> what, what did you call it? We called it, it's like, I do the editing for you and Scribe yes. Babies. Yes, yes, yes. And then, like, we're all just, like, kind of involved yeah. in each other's shit. And so, like, I think it was like you were... Lit- it's the Scribe Sculptor Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, oh. hell yeah. I love that. It's nice. yep,
0: amazing. Yep. <laughs> so is this a crossover episode or something? Yeah. I think this is the Sony Sony, (laughs) produced. But but it's not. But it's not Spider Verse. It's more. It's it's more like Morbius. Actually, it's fucking Morbin time, baby. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) The real HSM heads know that's a fucking deep cut from an early episode. (laughs) It's Morbin time. (laughs) Well, we love to kick off our episodes with a little interview. Mm. Ian, we already know what makes you salty, and we already know all the other questions here. But Callahan, you were untested,
4: unproven. Oh, uh, no, I I actually did test the other day. Oh, shit. Really? Good. That's good.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Get yourself yeah. tested, everybody. So yeah, far,
4: testing negative. <laughs> nice. You yeah, haven't been choked by Mike enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or positive. Negative? I don't know what the good one is. Whatever. <laughs> On the wagon? <laughs> off the wagon?
0: In the black, in the red. My wife is COVID, and I'm currently COVID negative, so I guess mm. I'm testing
2: as well. Uh but oh, were we were we not referring to STIs cuz I said Ginjo by enough that's yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> okay. you, you and I
3: were there yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah okay
4: cool 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 I was often this horrible thing that we've been living through for the past 3 years <laughs> yeah yeah STIs
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sorry Ian some of us are
0: married yeah, <laughs> yeah. I- I- Ian's I- Ian's rampant syphilis he's been battling for 3 years <laughs> Have
2: you guys noticed I've become more delirious over time yeah. <laughs> Why do you think he's
0: such a good cdh player dude he's fucking
2: deep in the sif yeah Yeah. oh man
4: wow how far off the rails can we go
0: it's just gonna be one of those episodes are
3: there rails left no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> already not. Which is amazing. <laughs> Every time Sam tries to get back on track, that's the rail, and then it immediately swerves <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's the equivalent of the rails in that Donkey Kong minecart level, where mm. the rails are constantly disjointed. If you mm-hmm. don't perfectly jump, you just fall right into a pit.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Powerful. Even when you do perfectly jump, the controller like is yeah. fucking <laughs> laggy and shit. Apparently, and like it couldn't be my gaming skills. <laughs> like <They> fucking
4: cheats. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking game cats controller mom Mad <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: cats dude mad oh cats, mad cats. One. we should have got the good one
3: <laughs> dude mad cats shout out to a real one man yeah i was gonna say as a little brother i'm like certified <laughs> i have to appreciate the mad cats mad like cats? if no one else is no gonna...
4: as an older brother i hate mad cats <laughs> exactly
3: <laughs> hey hey at least it's not pelican am
0: i right am i right i think we can all agree that pelican was pretty shitty now we've
4: officially eliminated the
2: last audience member i really yeah. want to be clear here.
0: <laughs> they're turning it up in their headphones right now actually yeah. they're, they're getting amped
2: they're like oh yeah pelican talk about
0: it <laughs> all right now we're back on track though uh yeah, and if i say that it's probably going to come true if i say it enough times it's true so callahan Something that we like to do on this show is interview our guests and ensure that you can become really a certified prospector, able to mine the salt and be Mm -hmm. in the mines. So it's pretty grueling, uh, as Ian knows. And if you if you mess up, we will cut the audio and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we'll keep the episode going, but you will be muted. Uh, which would be very confusing for the listener
2: at
3: home. Right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, they'll just know that you suck. I've actually (laughs) been a guest star 15 times. It just only the last time that it actually worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And we
0: do accept bribes.
4: I should, I should be out with that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I'm just going to, Put this right here and uh, make, <laughs> see if that works. Oh, that yeah.
3: Lord <laughs> of the Rings branded Feed the Swarm. That, oh, that's
4: shit. a Lord of the Rings Feed the Swarm. Does that, that, is is cool. that tickle your fancy? 20 cents. Gee.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
4: right. So, the first question that we like to ask our guests is How did you get into magic? Oh, geez. Uh, so the way I got into magic was it was like 2013. I was living with some roommates and one of the roommates was moving out and he had this like big magic collection and he kind of basically just condensed it, his collection down into just having like one or two decks left. And when he moved out, he gave me everything else. Oh, Yeah yeah there was like original duels and shit in that oh my god! yeah like the guy was the nicest guy did i keep those duels no because i'm bad with managing my stuff (laughs) (laughs) so i had that collection and i'll never forget the first time that i played magic it was my other roommate who was into magic we were going to college at ou at the time so it was like in between classes and i was like all right let's get a game in so I, i like had a deck that i had built And we're sitting there and we're playing and he's like playing a land every turn and like casting spells. And I'm like, man, how are you doing that? And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, I just I just can't get any land. And he goes, well, how many did you put in there? And I said, well, you can only have four of each card in here, right? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, but you can have more than four basics. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to change this because <laughs> my deck has eight total lands. <laughs> cool. Just really had that
0: CDH mindset of of mana bases at yeah. the time. Yeah, like yeah. Very <laughs> Listen, early. I was that at the
4: time. <laughs> I was doing the Brian Cook stuff with Way before. Like, I'm way ahead of the curve, man. Yeah. You are just
3: trying to make sure your tainted pact would get you there, too, right? Yeah, you're, you're listen,
4: that tainted pact mana base That explicitly does not work
3: with the described scenario. I would like to yeah. point out that <laughs> it gets you like one card deeper. Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> it's about the grind set, Ian. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, uh, we, we played a bunch. Of, so my best friend in, in college was a big magic player and my roommate at the time he was and so the three of us would just play magic all the fucking time and uh we like had a little group of us that would uh get together basically like every night oh yeah our uh format of choice ended up being commander we originally just did like random ass 60 cards and we would play like modern and stuff like that but then we eventually ended up like one of us was like hey, there's this commander format. I kind of want to give it a try. We should build these decks or whatever. And then we just loved it. And then we never looked back. And so very quickly, like, started getting into Lab Maniac stuff, Mm -hmm. if you remember Mm them. do. And then Commander 2016 comes out, and it was over, right? Yeah. Uh, Our local Walmart, they had misordered their magic product or had been given the wrong magic product for commander 2016 i think was what it was they were given japanese magic the gathering commander decks (laughs) for 2016 and nobody would buy them because they were brand new product and they were in japanese nobody knew what the card yeah (laughs) scryfall didn't exist at this time right so (laughs) it's like good luck figuring out what the card did me on the other hand knew what all the cards did because I was super into the format at this point. And I went in and bought every deck from the <laughs> Commander 2016. And so it was just like I bought like three or four copies of like each deck, and I've built my like entire magic collection basically out of that now. Wow. If there are Japanese Commander 2016 cards floating around Lincoln, Nebraska. They are more than likely mine Uh, (laughs) (laughs) at my point uh, at one point because I I bought them all and then turned them around into other cards eventually. So do you still have some of those like original Japanese cards? Yeah, I still have some of them. I have if you see the Yidris back here on my Mm -hmm. wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the original Japanese Yidris, like big one. The full size. Uh, Yeah, the 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 full size card. Love it. Yeah. I think all of my partners, yeah, all of my partners now. I sold and got English ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your partner commanders, were, I mean, that is, yeah, the partner commanders. Oh, yeah, because yeah. yeah,
0: 2016
4: yeah. was the partner decks. Uh, 2016 was really when CEDH became CEDH. Yeah, because that's when like Kaladesh came out, Thrasios and Timna, Chrom, all of that shit came out like that time. So it was like Paradox Engine. And also within that same period of time, like right before Commander 2016 came out was when, uh, what is it, Protean Hulk got unbanned. Mm. So it was like what we know as CEDH kind of started in Commander 2016. Mm. That's wild. Didn't Flash get unbanned right before that, right? Or, well, I mean, Protean
2: Hulk specifically got unbanned. The strategy of Flash Hulk got unbanned.
4: So the sequence of events was in that summer of 2016, Protean Hulk gets unbanned. Then Kaladesh comes out, Paradox Engine hits the ground, Dramatic Reversal hits the ground, Mm. And Rashmi hits the ground. Mm. And so you start seeing this stuff kind of circulating and Tassiger was already out. So people started doing stuff with Tassiger and Isochron Scepter and Dramatic Reversal. But then when things really started going, like people were also trying to do Flash Hulk stuff, but you were really constrained because your only five color options were like Tazri. Yeah. and scion of the ur dragon or one mm-hmm. of the sliver commanders yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so you didn't have great options as far as that goes if you wanted like to do the good quote unquote flash plans so a lot of it was either you were doing stuff in golgari or you were trying to go up to soul tie then commander 2016 drops in the fall and then it all just right partners th- blow it open Thrasios makes dramatic reversal, like one of the best cards in the format. Yeah, uh, Thrasios Timna makes Flash eventually get banned. Yeah, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. How like Cedh looks now is almost entirely because of that six month span mm-hmm. of, of magic, where mm-hmm. it's like some of the play styles that we have now wouldn't even exist if that six months just never happened. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, I mean, the, the format is a definitive nature would be so insanely different without Thrasios, Timna, and Krom, right? I, yeah. I, I would argue that I don't even think CEDH gets anywhere if that six months doesn't happen, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that six months is like... When all of the strategies start to really develop, like mm-hmm. there were, there was stuff, but it was really just like high power stuff mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was, you know, people were doing. Yeah. Like Marath, Sylvala, and those kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So unbeatable. Yeah. Uh,
0: really. Yeah. That's great. That's, crazy. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. like the top tier. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah yeah. in your professional opinion how much Uh did that one walmart misorder play into uh that six months yeah
4: oh my god huge because it was just like i was playing thoracius vile smash we talked about thoracius vile smash on our most recent podcast and it's so funny because like the way we talked about it was us it was like we were giving like this like insider information, like this cool new deck that's been around. But it's like one of the oldest decks in the yeah. Fucking format. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's literally it's like, like eight years, around seven for years, forever. Right?
0: yeah, curiosity. Yeah. It's just like super, super old. No, hard. it's not
4: even the curiosity stuff, because it's not even that. It, I'm just talking about like straight up Virgin vile Storm. And it's like that deck has existed in CEDH for like yeah. as long as I have been playing it. The yeah.
0: Virgin Thrasphile Storm yeah. <laughs> versus the Shad Chad side. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this has been great, y'all. I just, this has been, I'm just going to log off real quick. <laughs> so our other
4: question that we like to ask, Callahan, okay. is what makes you salty? Things that get me really salty are when you're like playing a game and... People just do like some of the most inexplicable things. And this is this is a thing that I've talked about on our show a couple of times, is it's a very particular situation with a player who was playing Sisse, and I we were about to go to turns. Ooh, Cisse players. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, we were we were about to go we were literally like we were in time, right? So I'm playing Tivit and I have time C out. And so it's like, I can present that. I can present turns, but we're in turns. So like, I go to my next turn and it's over. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. The other two players at the table were panicking. Like I was about to win the game and I'm like, guys, it like, literally like, this is a draw. Yeah. I cannot win right now. They yeah. ended up deciding that they needed to deal with what I was doing because they were going to lose. And I'm still sitting there, like telling them, I'm like. I'm not bullshitting you. We're going to go to time. Literally, we are at time. I'm going to pass this turn. I know I'm making infinite turns. We're all going to get a draw. It's going to be great. So they end up letting... I I forget what it was, but they had something where they were able to give a treasure or some mana to the Sissé player. And so the Sissé player is like oh cool yeah i'll deal with this guys goes yeah. and gets sakashima makes infinite yeah. mana with oxide games over we all
3: lose yeah callahan will not win if you give me this treasure i promise you guys
4: <laughs> when i tell you that like that was the saltiest i think i've ever been in any magic game because it was a draw like it was a draw, draw if there was no board. debating it it was a draw and then by sheer stupidity it ended up not being a draw and it's-, <laughs> it's just just like yeah literally you didn't have to do you didn't have to take any game actions you could have just let everything be and we would have all came away with one point but instead yeah. <laughs> three of us are coming away
3: with no points and it Thanks. is even even worse because in a lot of ways it should have been a win for you but instead yeah. it's like yeah, even like... worse than that but <laughs> well, one of my favorite
2: parts about that entire scenario was callahan walking up to me afterwards and they were like i'm so upset right now and i was like why and <laughs> they go well, tell me what you would do in this situation. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, buckle up!"
3: I love that. As soon as the board state starts getting described, yeah, yeah, you're oh, like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah.
4: When we're at tournaments, mm-hmm. like a lot of the time, like if things aren't going well, I usually don't let it get to me that much because, like, I just kind of go into most tournaments being like, "Okay, well, whatever. I'm here for a good time." But that one in particular just kind of tilted me off the face of the earth. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, I, I immediately just packed all my stuff up, didn't say anything. I just packed my stuff up, walked away. Yeah, that's why I saw Ian, and I was just like, I have gotta remove myself yeah. from this situation I will because say, I'm gonna lose my mind.
2: In a, in tournaments, and when I have been like actually salty, like one of the best things I've ever done for myself is just like the okay, I know I'm at that point. The game is over close the deck box go good game yeah. everyone and then I <laughs> just sit in my full uh NACL mode right yeah <laughs> uh, and then
4: I'm just like just put the deck box in the bag Ian Pick <laughs> up the bag zip up the bag <laughs> I did go what I like to call anybody who's listened to the it's always sunny podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, Rob Meckelhenney will talk about like Rob Justice will come out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cal Justice comes out sometimes too. <laughs> and there's the and that happened to us when we were at oh, the SCG, SCG Columbus, yeah, yeah. where they did the weirdest pairing system and they didn't tell anybody how it was and so like i was at the top of the bracket all day long Mm -hmm. and so i took a draw and so i should have been able to just draw in but Mm -hmm. then the final round they were pairing people by wins not by like overall records Mm -hmm. and so i ended up getting paired way the fuck down yeah to the point where i had to play my last round even though i was like in the top eight like yeah. I should have just not needed to. Yeah, yeah. That that was one of the times where it's like I kind of felt bad about. It. Like I usually yeah. don't feel too bad afterwards because I always feel like mm-hmm. I'm justified. Yeah. That was the one where it's like I was justified, but I like went off the deep end. I was going. Yeah. Nuts. Well,
2: that was when I I called the judge over and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to explain what Cal's saying in three sentences." Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think you're also distracted by the thing over there. They're just going to be mad. <laughs> I <was> like, pat, <laughs> pat, pat on the back. <laughs> Send you on your way. Yeah. <laughs> I I know that feeling all too well not
0: yeah. not that exact situation but th- that's why we have salty confessionals it's that mm-hmm. salt mm-hmm. that the next day you're like i'm embarrassed <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like
2: Ooh, that was a little too much maybe <laughs> oh i finally get to talk about this here in this podcast every time i listen to this show i think about there's one poor dude who's still so nice to me still a great guy he has been in the two saltiest CDH games I have ever played in a tournament <laughs> and I feel so bad because I've been like just at my worst emotional state in those two <laughs> games and I'm like I will like like I, I promise I'm not like this and It was <laughs> like you, you, you just happen to be here and it's the worst timing truly but he's such a <laughs> nice guy He's see me like he's known me for a long like many many years of tournament so it's like he gets it but I was like you just happen to have been here my two worst piss baby yeah. games of all <laughs> (laughs)
0: yeah that just happens you know i mean at least you don't have a whole podcast about being salty yeah Uh, for sure for sure (laughs) my favorite is when you guys talk
2: about being salty
3: at real events and
2: you're just like yeah people get it now yeah
3: (laughs) it is totally different i think it it is really interesting Callahan. that the moments you're talking about are these like in-person tournament (laughs) events too because we talk a lot about like CDH being like a slightly lower salt environment a lot of the time because like people are generally... The, the caliber of logical play decisions is a
4: little higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah the logical decisions the a little less chaos, set. you know yeah and i think that's what sends me off the deep end of the most is because it's like i go in with that expectation and then you get met with like yeah like just straight up stupidity yeah and you're just kind of like <laughs> i i was not mentally prepared for this yeah <laughs> and it's also for me it is one of those things where it's like when i'm playing casually i don't Care enough to right. get upset about it, mm-hmm. right? Because it's casual. But if I paid sixty dollars to go sit in a tournament, like I am invested in what yeah. the outcome of this is. Yep. that's my. <laughs> if if you want to get me going, I love it. I love can it. tell you, I I can mm. rant
3: and rave for hours <laughs> I love it. about that. <laughs> well, there is one other question we like when we have paired guests oh. on, mm. which is. How did y'all meet and start playing? and making content together oh, yes this is so good ian <laughs> thought i was an asshole at first <laughs> I <did. laughs>
2: so i had never met cal right and like one of their first videos was like just like the definitive cdh tier list right and yeah, it was
4: our one with uh ryan from playing with the ryan yeah so i nice. didn't know
2: it was a little tongue-in-cheek right yeah <laughs> and the tier list problem <laughs> had been like an actual issue in cdh for a long time people would just post these things people would not apply any sort of critical thinking to it mm-hmm. uh, and they would be like well i read a the." All the tapped out tier list right now
3: that uh actually this deck is the best stuff i was like cool nah uh, right so then <laughs> <laughs> and this was like before edh top 16 and stuff yes, too, right? yes, so, This is so, like, before yeah. uh yes websites that had hard data right this is in a
2: time where they're like i wasn't even around at this time or i yeah. was like just you're around do... with cdh cast. dark ages as they say
3: right. So there was like no one talking smartly about CDH at all, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All
2: (laughs) fucking, no, I can't even do that. See, the thing is, I make that joke and then there's like 16 people in the CDH who are like, (laughs) Ian finally admits it. (laughs) He makes he's smart. So Cal drops this episode. I was just like, oh my God, how insufferable do you have to be to come into the scene and start with this? I know what I'm talking about to your list. And then I spent like three minutes with Cal and I was like, oh yeah, you're cool.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We we like played some online games and I I will never yeah. forget because the first time we met IRL was at Marchesa in Seattle a few yep. years ago and this motherfucker mm-hmm. ran up and like jumped to hug me and like wrapped his entire body around me. And I was oh. not prepared for Ooh, it. Wow. And. Yeah, it-
2: yeah. Oh, no, hey. we triggered Mike.
0: <laughs> were you holding the hand? Or yeah, were you trying were to he- pull the hand away. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> See, he can't cut it, can't cut it, got to keep it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it. It's funny because we weren't officially doing content together but we would like do content off and on together yeah to like a point where people just kind of assumed that we did almost
1: mm-hmm.
4: I was a mind sculptors guest for like a while
2: yeah right? I was just like doing all the brewery shorts with you guys and I was like am I like a member yet? yeah how does this work
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that's kind of the structure of the mind sculptors if people aren't yeah. familiar like yes. the, the mind sculptors podcast it's a YouTube podcast mm-hmm. as well so there's some video elements there but it's kind of like a cast of mm-hmm. mtg personalities cdh players and then you know callahan as like the captain of the ship and mm-hmm. now ian you've stepped into this this yes, secondary captain role yeah, yeah, yeah you're like swapping my first mate the time, you know? yeah
2: sure. <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm deep in the poop way. deck for sure <laughs> and that's how you get syphilis full circle all right. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: that has to stay too <laughs> uh, yes. he got him
4: <laughs> Uh, but yeah so he he ended up just becoming like a member of the mind sculptors and Mm so uh would be kind of on the rotating group of people who would come on and then earlier this year i really wanted to have a consistent co-host because Mm -hmm. for me it's so much easier to produce content and have like I mean, you guys know this, right? Like you guys do a podcast. It's so much easier when you have like people that you're working with every week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, you got to bounce. It stuff would maybe off.
2: be better if it was just me. But like, yeah, yeah that's, I got true, it. that's true. Yeah, yeah.
3: Are you cutting me? Oh, you're cutting both of us out. Yeah. I thought yeah, you yeah, were yeah. saying just you with Sam. And I was uh, like, no, 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 no. Hey, oh, just you... me.
0: Yeah. The hashtag Tony show. Yeah, we yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. still be involved. I'll still edit and do all the that's art. That's called talk radio. And I
4: have done that. And it's miserable.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, so I, I asked Ian in a like Victorian era, like asking for his hand yeah. in marriage basically nice <laughs> did you bring a cow
2: or something you know like when you scroll through discord <laughs> it's just like a full page thing like i think i had yes. to scroll eight times before i got to the end of the message it was pretty good <laughs> that's great tldr I'm, yeah yeah
3: <laughs> i'm imagining like a following courtship walk with like both <laughs> yeah. your parents behind yeah, you good. and like talking through it yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: that's great <laughs> uh it was it was very uh what's what's that famous author's name who did pride and prejudice Jane Eyre. Yeah, it was very Jane. No, that's mm-hmm. the book. No, Jane, Jane Austen. Jane Austen. <laughs> there you go. Mm. <laughs> Is it Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah, yeah. Stone
0: Cold Jane Austen. Stone Cold Jane Austen. I need that as a shirt
2: now. I, that's pretty good. I'm, that's a powerful image, and I'm going to keep that in my head. Just for smashing two beers over her head.
3: Yeah. wait. There's actually a 2015 film called Stone Cold Jane Austen. Shut no. the fuck up, right yeah, now. Way. it's a it's a comedy musical. Shut, it's got seven and a half no, stars incorrect. on IMDb. <laughs> oh my god, it is. What the fuck? It exists? This is not... Oh my god. It's the untold story of South Africa's most prolific rock and roll band who never got recognized. Oh, okay, but they're oh, called... Okay. So it's... Th- that's so just not their
0: cool band like name. the
2: cool name yeah it's yeah. like they they were like hey we got the cool name we wanted to put a real plot behind
4: i it. want you know, jane like, oh, austen fuck- drinking
0: yeah.
2: beer and wrestling
0: yeah exactly. when you <laughs> described <laughs> it
4: is it made me think of like abraham lincoln vampire hunter and that's what i <laughs> yeah, thought it was yes. gonna be yes
2: uh, yes yeah. Yes. now i was thinking more like yeah a guy named mr darcy walks in the ring with her and she hits him in the head with a chair right like yeah. that's kind of like <laughs> i was excited about that
0: yeah oh shit well, shall we sally forth into the the mine? Let's, Let's get Sally. Do yeah,
4: yeah. Actually, I think we should get chained.
0: <laughs> should we Jane Austen 316 our way right into this mine? Yes.
4: Well, I was trying to think of how I could do that, and I couldn't think how, but you no, guys Sam, Sam threaded the needle perfectly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, Sam, what salt? Continuing the joke from last time.
3: Oh, shit. That'll the Fuck you! <laughs> you settle down over there, <laughs> fucking bullshit.
2: You know what makes me salty? <laughs> when fucking guests take my shit. Uh, Tony
0: is contractually obligated to ask me yeah. what salt is. Before that was a bit.
3: Now it actually is. Oh, shit. there. So <laughs> Now the law Begally is bound. involved. Yeah. 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 It's like. It's like.
0: Item 36, subsection B or something like it's literally in our section 36 (laughs) company contract. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, thanks, Ian. No, shut the fuck up. All right. Hang on. (laughs) Sam,
2: what's salt, baby?
0: Well, thanks, Tony. I appreciate you asking. Hell yeah. (laughs) Salt is frustration in the game, as we like to say. It's really an umbrella term. Salt can be anything from somebody getting so pissed off that they want to throw their cards across the room down to the smaller grains of salt where maybe somebody's making some whack deals at the table. Maybe somebody is just kind of rude and standoffish and the vibe is just not right. It's not making you outwardly salty, but you feel kind of weird. So salt is kind of everything from the little grains all the way to the full shakers. And we talk about it on the show so we can
3: learn a little bit, laugh a little bit, love a little bit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) that's new that's a new ad it's been all hate so far
0: yeah you know hey we we gotta we gotta throw some love in here you know but yeah that's salt and we're gonna talk about it today
2: but why do we talk about it because that's the premise of the show, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so that we can be better. But who talks about it? Yeah. I thought you were going like, to say it. And then, Where do we talk about it? <laughs> when do we talk All right. about it? So just go in the fucking mind. Just go in the mind. <laughs> just get in there.
4: <laughs> get in the fucking cart, Sam.
0: <laughs> Let's kick it off with our first story here, shall we? Nice. All right. So this one comes to us from our patron, Jow Danson. And it is titled Mom Scoops Up Salty Son. And the story goes, hey, guys, love the podcast and energy you guys bring. I've binged all your episodes in a month and finally have a salty story of my own. Fuck yeah, dude. Crushing it. One night I'm playing at the LGS and my friend, we'll call him Guy Fieri and a random nice. person. We'll call him Frankie. Nice. Uh, is that a fucking One Piece
3: reference, dude? Or is it Frankie Muniz? <laughs> or Frankie Valley. I like to think that's Frankie Munoz,
4: personally. Yeah, me too.
2: I'm actually even, I'm pretty partial to Frankie Valley. <laughs> 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 that one's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Guy is playing a slightly upgraded Siddhar Jabari deck. I'm playing my food and fellowship deck with token upgrades, and Frankie is playing Satoru Umazawa. We have the Rule Zero conversation, and since Guy and I have been playing for a bit, we know what each other's decks can do. However, when I ask Frankie what the power level of his deck is, he responds, Oh, I guess you'll just have to find out.
4: Fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. You you figured out what's wrong with this story, Kelly. <laughs> it's,
4: I feel like Nostradamus. I could tell you exactly how the story plays <laughs> Where this out. is
0: going to go, yeah. Write the rest of the post. <laughs> this one actually may have a twist ending. Okay. okay, since I didn't have any info on how spicy that Umazawa deck was, I started targeting him as to not die on turn four to a Blightsteel Colossus. Needless to say, I got the God Hand with turn one Soul Ring and I snowball in to turn three Chatterfang and a turn four Mondrak. Turns out the Umazawa deck was at the level of a slightly upgraded precon and wasn't able to interact with anything on my board. Two more people show up and ask to jump in the pod, so I close the game out on turn 7 so the other two don't have to wait. Big mistake. Guy says that I shouldn't bring a CDH deck to a casual pod, to which I responded that I only played that deck in fear of Frankie killing us with Sneaky Ninjas. Frankie then proceeds to pick up his cards and leave the store upset. My friend then packs up his stuff and says, I'll be right back. Not five minutes later. I see his mom driving by the store and he proceeds to get in the car and pull the Irish goodbye. Now, moving forward, we don't play with anyone who plays the guess you'll find out this game. Anyways, have a great day, guys, and keep up the greatness, fellow prospectors.
2: I really like to imagine that person who got in the car with his mom just never came back. He's (laughs) he's never seen again. If you're going to say the Irish goodbye to you, they truly
3: Irish goodbye to you. They were just like, I'll be right back, guys. I think Irish goodbye at least is like a stealth exit. This had like a lie. This had a full on like, oh, I'll I'll be right back. (laughs) Yeah. The
4: fact that that he saw them leaving means that it wasn't an Irish goodbye because you saw them leaving they just
3: left <laughs> yeah yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah they just lied to you and, and walked out of the store <laughs> yeah they
3: just lied. that's
2: crazy they didn't like, disappear it's like it reminds me of those like very intense dramas when they're like yeah guys i'll i'll join you in a second and then they fucking like die in the next scene like that is 100 like, percent. yeah man i'll i'll jump in the next pod yeah for sure
0: <laughs> one more game dude
4: yeah yeah one more game if you walk into a pod doesn't matter what pod, doesn't matter what power level. And you have the rule zero conversation, and your answer is <laughs> guess you'll have to find out. Uh, guess what? You have now forfeited all rights you have to being upset about 100%. how this game progresses. 100%. You have now said, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And that's the wildest thing because I think after that first paragraph. Callahan, I assume you felt this way. I think we all thought it was going this way, that they were gonna pub stomp pub with stomp a crazy them, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. uh Umazawa deck. What mm-hmm. like this person was afraid of with a blight steel ninjutsuing out and crushing people? And like turns out, if you're coming in with a very casual build, don't fucking downplay it. Don't be like, yeah. eh, heh, you'll never know. Cause people are gonna assume you're way too powerful. I think the crime is
2: that they thought they were going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. They're like, I'm going to fucking pub stomp these noobs. It's also true. And just <laughs> got fucking crushed. <laughs> the thing that confuses me is so, Frankie who is, I'll never tell, Guy, right? He's the one who just kind of leaves. And Guy Fieri (laughs) is the one who fades into ethereal existence, right? Through his mom's car. (laughs) The friend.
0: The friend, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's like, (laughs) I'd be like, hey, Cal, I'll be right back. And then just fucking get in my car and leave is crazy to me. Like, it's like, uh, yeah, I get the fact that the person who is the shyster is the least impacted by the story. They're just like, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> and the other friend was like, yeah, I'll be right
4: back. I'm out of here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just picture that person in the bathroom calling their mom. Mom, I need you to come give them their fighting at the store. <laughs> he brought a CD. Here, here's actually the, the, the real thing with the story that I want to like, focus in on, is when you hear the story, what age do you assume mm. this person mm. is? The mm, one with yeah. the mom? Yeah, the person with the mom, this Guy Fieri individual. At least 38, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, here, here's what I want to know, listener, person who wrote in. I, I'm getting real close and personal with the microphone, so you can just you and me right now. <laughs> How old is this human being? Because (laughs) that changes. Like, I don't want to be laughing at a kid. Because, Mm. like, if it's a kid, maybe mom just, like, showed up and was, like, in the fucking car. But if this is, like, an adult... This is fucking hilarious. Yeah, like 38 year old.
1: I'm
4: <laughs> <speaking>. <laughs> I also
2: really love the idea that they drove their own car there and then they were so upset that their mom had to pick them
0: up. <laughs> I cannot even
2: drive home.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad about this.
0: Mom, I need you to pick me up. I think the subtext that we're like, we're kind of missing with this is that the food and fellowship pre con that has been upgraded with token upgrades that yeah. that our friend here is playing in my mind if there is a, like, accusation of CDH power level and... Chatterfang
2: beatdowns is not what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, and the other
0: person is getting frustrated. Yeah. I feel like this is probably, like, a pretty tuned combo deck. You know, not CDH by any means, but you can make some pretty fucking crazy combo decks with some of the food cards Mm -hmm. and Chatterfang and things like that. And the kind of story within the story, why Guy had his mom come pick him up, is that our friend here just, like, Brought out their most cracked combo deck to prepare for this other thing. And again, like didn't have the rule zero conversation with their friend guy and tried and attempted to have a rule zero conversation with uh, Frankie here Mm -hmm. and just ran the table. And I think the other the other telling part of that is that when two other people showed up and were like, hey, can I jump in the game? He was like, yeah, uh, I'll just win right now. Boom. And, and and it was done. Like combo pieces were on yeah. board and like yeah. ready to rock, you know? Yeah. So there's definitely some like power imbalance here that I think is leaking out and,
3: and it's right. not really
0: being said in the post, but mm-hmm. like implied.
3: Can we also talk about that food precon? Because I think of all the precons, that one it's is like, like maybe one of the best.
0: Fucking like dude. Maybe the best Lord of the Rings one. Yeah, it it's quite is. quite good. And and some of the combos with uh, like yeah. Pippin or Merry or something yes, like
2: the the, like yes, the cat Merry cauldron
0: King. combos. Yeah, yeah, And you know, if you've got Chatterfang in there and a Mondrak, which doubles your token output, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like that's that's just gonna go crazy.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> I will say when it was first read, it said that it was the food precon with tokens upgraded. So I thought it was just like blinged out. <laughs> <laughs> food tokens yeah. that like yeah. you know
4: metal etched like do you like, like my
2: shiny hamburger bread <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> guys I went over to the SCG store I had a bunch of credit and I got a bunch of like Sam Black tokens yeah <laughs> uh I
2: don't know if you realize I have my uh blinged out tokens is I've got real hot dogs here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I put them all over the table and get mustard everywhere can you imagine <laughs> that would be amazing Here's my food token pulls out a cooler slack down a fucking hot dog with like, <laughs> pulls out a packet of mustard and just like I didn't spill mustard on your cards it was Frodo yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well the, the mustard are the plus one plus one counters on the token yeah that's, so true. that's every so dog of mustard and then if you take them yeah. off you just lick them off the hot dog yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good system you really just need one hot dog
3: if someone else puts a minus counter, they actually have to lick the mustard off your hot dog for you yeah. to cancel out the plus one. So, And that's how you get
2: syphilis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's also how you keep Moth in check, right? Like, yeah. Do You really want to put a minus one, minus one counter on my creature? You have to lick it.
0: Real yeah. <laughs> zero conversation. I, I'm running a mid-power deck, but I do insist that we all use this hot dog system that I've developed for our tokens that are plus one, plus one counter.
3: <laughs> surprisingly still a better rule zero than this game had yeah right? <laughs> my deck's double sleeved guys it's fine it's in two buns oh my God. it's
4: double sleeved i gotta get his back with that what do we
2: think what do you think the salt rating here is on, on this mm-hmm. one <laughs> mm. um i'm
0: happy to go first i think this is a deceptive salt for for a number of reasons i think that our friend here joe danson was ready to have a very salty game was ready to see mm. that turn for tetsuo umazawa blight steel you know coming out hitting face mm. and kind of like overly prepared for that and then right salt yeah kind of <laughs> kind of hit everybody and right yeah the, the true saltiest person in the story is not frankie it's the friend it's the friend that it's was Guy like yeah. i'm ready for a fun casual game with my friend and they're like, you know, I am actually gonna accidentally pub stomp this table right now. Yeah. To hopefully avoid getting pub stomped by someone else, sometimes you must pub stomp yourself. So
2: yeah. Okay. Pitching a proposal for the title of this episode called Diners, Drive Ins and Mom, Sticholas? can you pick me up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You had just said it so many times, I thought you knew the thing, like if something's said enough in an episode, it usually finds its way in the title. So (laughs) That's fair.
4: That's fair. You have also said syphilis enough in this episode, us collectively, Mm -hmm. that I feel like the word has kind of stopped meaning anything in my head. Yeah, (laughs)
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, syphilis, the guy who pushed the boulder up the hill,
3: right?
2: Oh
0: gosh. It's a nice
3: deep cut for all your Greek lore fans out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, that, that's quality,
2: dude. Oh, well, you Greekies! <laughs> Love that. That's what we call ourselves
4: in the forums. <laughs> <laughs> the Greekies,
3: which forums? <laughs> you <know> the,
4: <laughs> the Academy forums, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the halls that Socrates walked. Yes. So great,
0: beautiful. Yeah, so yeah, great, so great,
2: so great, so great. He's so
4: great.
0: Yeah. He's so, so great. great. <laughs>
2: Well, any other salt ratings? We want to move on to the next one. Yeah, like one, one very salty hot dog for sure. So, yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> Yep. I was going to say that uh, this is preemptive salt. Mm. Mm. Yeah, preemptive mm. salt. I yeah. agree. So yeah. sure. preparing for salt that never came. Yeah, it's it's like when you're cooking pasta and you just go ahead and you salt the water. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It, yeah. I mean, this is what that was. It was getting getting the pasta ready. To be salty by salt in the water. Mm. This is this is actually
3: <laughs> one of the best salt analogies we've had in the last like mm. thirty episodes because we've completely fallen off doing nice analogies. And thank you for bringing your welcome for bringing it back, <laughs> <For> bringing <laughs> it back <laughs> to the title,
0: <laughs> Mike. You're humble. You've had some bangers. Don't don't sell yourself short, dude. Don't hide your light under a bushel basket.
2: What? Jesus wouldn't want that. Mike's bushel has gotten
4: us in enough trouble this episode. That is your bushel. (laughs) I would like to go on record and say that I don't want to talk about anybody's (laughs) bushel. Oh gosh!
0: Well, let's uh, let's let's shave ourselves from that conversation and move on to something else. Hey, how dare you? How about another one? All right, this next one comes to us from our buddy Digimans1, Digi, our patron. Love, Digi. Thank you, Digi. This post is titled, You Always Salt the Ones You Love. And it goes, okay, okay, it's time for one of my salty stories that I'm still not very proud of. I was in one of my normal spell table pods with my good friend, Uncle Stern. Uncle Stern, we've had some stories on from him, good dude. Such a good friend, and he was my best man at my wedding. I don't remember too much about the incident. I just know how poorly I acted, and I've been on a journey ever since then. Hmm. I've also buried this deep, deep into the salt mine because of how ashamed I am. I was playing my brand new Slivers deck. (laughs) Haha, yeah, that's right. I played Slivers. It was commanded by the first Sliver. It was not going well, and I had one little 1-1 Sliver with Toxic out and a couple of mana on turn 5. So clearly I was in the worst position board state-wise. And Uncle Stern played a creature, I believe, that allowed him to ping something for one damage. All I remember is that he pinged my sliver and killed it. And I lost it. I absolutely lost it. I let out a roar. You fucking schmuck. And a couple more expletives (laughs) that you probably don't want to say on your podcast. I followed up with, why would you ping my fucking creature? I'm clearly not a threat. I lost my top and my cool sideboard. Not that this justifies what I did, but I hadn't eaten or had coffee, and it was early, and I was hangry. (laughs) Honestly, that kind of can't justify it, but we'll continue. I'm already willing to forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) So my best friend, who I just threw a bag of salt directly at his crotch, reacted with such grace and gently explained his play, which in all fairness was a great play. I also came back and won that game, so yeah, I'm a dickhead. Anyways, we didn't make it past the next person's turn before I realized I was playing with two people that I've never met in my real life outside of spell table and social media. I calmly apologized, to which I got a calm and chuckled response of "Nah, it's cool. We get the whole friendship stuff between you two. They've played with us long enough to know we salt each other constantly and our banter, although mostly playful, would make some people second guess our friendship." Nice. <laughs>
4: This is super relatable, I gotta say. Like, this is absolutely. This is me on
0: most game nights.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I, I think, like, maybe. Spleenface is the only person I've ever like actively gotten this salty to. <laughs> Maybe Phoenix.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, there's that recording I think also with Spleenface in which he was fucking, I think he traded like a mana dork for one of my dwarves in Magda and it I burst a blood vessel in my brain. <laughs> I, I, I was like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love this because we, we talk about this all the time because sometimes we get these stories where people will be at an LGS And these like two friends will be at an LGS and they will like gang up on the odd man out. Like someone Mm -hmm, will sit down mm -hmm. and be like, these people clearly know each other. And it seems like the friends gang up on this new person. Mm -hmm. And that's like such a foreign experience from us because I will always, always try to fuck over my friends and make them salty before I do that to a stranger. There's such joy in making your friends tilted and salty. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like one of the reasons why we started the fucking podcast because, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's so ingrained in how we play, you know,
4: you know, it, it's funny because I'm also on the team turn three stream on Sunday night. And one of my favorite plays and the reason I, I say spleen Face is maybe the only person that I've ever got this tilted at, is because I know that he's gotten that tilted at me. And it's because I have taken myself out of a game because he swung his ragavan at me, and I only had two lands and a mana dork. It's like turn five. I'm getting flooded out. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, Cal won't block. So he slings a ragavan at me. And I, like, spite blocked with <laughs> nice. this dork. And I was like, to prove a point. And he goes, that's the worst play you could possibly make. And it's just like... Fucking crazy. You don't know what I'm gonna do, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to some rando. Yeah.
2: yeah. I do feel like the one thing I'd say though is objectively, I think it was the right play. Like I don't think it was just to like like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know the other, I don't know the real board state. All I know is you're the
4: fucking sliver player, Digi. I yeah. thought higher of you, and now I now I don't. Yeah, fair okay. I don't get the hate for sliver decks. I don't either. Dude, the silver decks fucking suck, man. Have you ever played against one? I have. Yeah, they're miserable. Well, then you're both. I don't know what to tell you.
3: (laughs) I like (laughs) them. Fuck right off.
4: Fuck right off. I don't think they're that bad. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think all casual decks, the the way they all feel to me is there comes a point in like all casual games where board states are just indistinguishable. Like there's no way of understanding what the fuck is going on. In every casual deck, does it. And it's just like how hard you're making it for me to read the board Mm -hmm. stops mattering. It's just the fact that you have a jillion things going on. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, all your stuff is a sliver and gets like a billion different things. Cool. And this person has 94... Fucking like loot tree tokens somehow. I don't know. That's illegal. That's illegal. Callahan. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> or or they have like that one commander that lets you make a black Lotus, but they figured out how to make like a billion of them. So they yeah, have all these well, black lotus. Yeah, it's that, just that, like that every happen. casual game I've ever seen has just always been like. The board state is either nothing is going on and one person is just running away with it, or everybody has like 4,000 things on board and there's no way of tracking what's happening. And it's like the one complaint about slivers is that it like feeds into that. But I'm like, if I make that levy that complaint against like slivers, then I'd levy that complaint against every. deck.
3: I kind of agree. I feel like slivers are just hated on because they're a deck that often people face when they're still kind of new to brewing Yeah, Yeah. and someone has like a pretty cool, pretty tuned sliver deck. And it, it smacks them up, and then they're yeah. like, wow, Slivers must be busted. And then they never get over that. Yeah. Like,
4: well, and also, there's only like so many good ones, right? So it's yeah. like, well, you that's end the up, th- they, they exactly. all kind of feel like the same. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know why they feel the same? Because exactly. they are the fucking same. And that's what <laughs> you I You know what else is all the fucking same? same? <laughs> every zombie deck is the exact same. All of them. Yeah. All of them are. Yeah, but they're not <laughs> tutoring every single zombie out every single time, generally speaking. <laughs> it's like.
0: So that's exactly why I don't like Slivers, because. I feel like every Sliver deck, it's a deck that builds itself. It's like, all right, I give the one that they all have Afflict. They all have Flying. They all have First Strike, and it just snowballs, and it's like an inevitable snowball Mm -hmm, of value. I also don't like it because it's the kind of deck where you need to pressure the Sliver player from turn one because if you give them like an inch, they just will take a mile, and that deck either needs to be board wiped often or you need to be like gunning for them hard. And and I think the decks are just kind of boring because it it's so many of the same card, you know? Yeah. Like when we got that new Sliver pre-con, I was like, why did we, why, why do we need this? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll,
4: I'll add one of those. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's very weird because the type of decks that I build are like just like for casual are just like synergy piles. So it's just like there, there comes a point where I'm just like, especially whenever I'm playing casually, I don't really care who wins. So I'm just kind of like, whatever. Oh, that's the best part of playing casual. Yeah, like the like. if I ever play a casual game, whoever wins, wins. I don't really mm-hmm. care. My main goal of playing the casual game is it's like, can I assemble the Rube Goldberg machine? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right, if you have a billion things going on, that's cool. Did I get to build my weird elaborate combo that doesn't do yeah. anything? I sure did. Cool. That was good game.
2: <laughs> so- yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I had the Yenna deck from uh, Wildswell Drain. And the other day I was playing at PAX and I made, um, I believe... 50,0 000 copies because of doubling token doublers. So I made 50,0 000 copies of an enchantment. And I was like, I've done it. I've won the game. Doesn't matter if I actually lose. Doesn't matter if I actually win this or not. I'm unkillable
4: at this point. I've already won. <laughs> I uh I used to have a uh I kind of want to put this deck back together because it was really fun, but it was a uh urza commander deck it used the blue white urza and the entire shtick of it was to get every copy of urza out and also get every single urza land out nice. in a blue white deck mm-hmm. and it's like it doesn't matter if you win or lose in the game the the actual winning was did i assemble actual urza like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know. I get that. I mean, I, I I feel
0: like every deck should have a thing that you do that's sort of like, if you do this, you feel the accomplishment of playing your deck. But also, I play to win no matter what format I'm playing. And I hope my opponents do the same, too. Because if I'm playing with someone and they're like, I don't care if I win, I'm like, well, all right, go play somewhere else. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, casual with me, then. like i hope we're all trying to to win the game and yeah, at some point go to the end of the game and, and have a victory to some extent you know what i mean and like play a little optimally and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i i mean i feel what you're saying but like at the same time you know, you gotta you gotta try to win a little bit
4: oh see yeah. i'm the person who like turns the end date off on like Civ and uh crusader <laughs> kings and i'm like let's see how long we can make it go <laughs> <laughs> oh, no <laughs> Oh, oh no, no <laughs> I'm the worst to play casual with because of the fact that like I don't care. So it's just like one of my favorite casual
2: archetypes is also uh draw so many cards that I kill myself. Uh yeah. that's really good because yeah. I don't I affect the game a little bit <laughs> yes but, no. but often i could win or i could die by my own hands by drawing yeah. my entire deck which is cool
3: <laughs> if i re- might refine sam's statement of wanting to play with people in casual that are going towards winning yeah, yeah. really i just want everyone that's playing in my casual game to be aiming towards an end yeah for the game that's exactly and it. if that yes, end it. happens to be you decking yourself and you're trying to do that every time i'm, I'm helping your plan too baby I'll, I'll deal. I'll deal. <laughs> yeah, or just like just like trying
0: you know like, people who yeah, are just yeah. like, eh, whatever, I'll just fucking blow up that thing, because like, who gives a shit? It's oh, like, yeah,
2: that annoys me. You, you gotta, like, play the game, Well, know? that's, like, like yeah. anarchistic in the worst way,
0: you yeah, know what Yeah, exactly! I mean? like, <laughs> right.
4: There is no god, I'll blow up your enchantment, like, oh, who who cross
2: uh,
0: Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I guess I'll clarify that when I say that I don't care, it's, I don't really care about the end state yeah. that the game ends yeah. in, it's more or less that... I don't care about the victory part. I care Mm -hmm. about the can I do my weird thing part because it's Mm -hmm. like I play CEDH where it's like I care so much about like winning constantly Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. where it's like I need some outlet where I can just goof off and like assemble something really stupid. Yeah, for sure. I definitely
0: get that with the clarification 100%. Yeah,
4: I don't know. I think it's too late. I think the prospectors already
2: hate you. So that's fine.
3: (laughs) They should. What do we think about the salt rating on this one? Delicious, dude. Yeah, I think this is a secret little sugar break here. I think this is yeah. two friends giving each yeah. other a hard time. Yeah. For an audience, which is yeah. great too. Honestly, I think this is a rightful player crushing a sliver player, <laughs> <laughs> and then losing to the sliver player. And then losing because they're a fucking sliver player. The
4: the best part is is like it was morning. I hadn't had my coffee yet, and I hadn't yeah. eaten. He's <laughs> yeah. like the most actual like excuse i can't imagine ian has seen me in the morning before i eat and get caffeine mm-hmm. i'm not a good person <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> tony is like non-functional in the morning i
0: i'm
2: like non-verbal yeah. he like wakes up and barely opens his eyes <laughs> yeah he's, he's like a newborn kitten cal will actually lumber around as if they are some sort of confused automaton until <laughs> yeah. they've gotten some tony, like yeah. just like yeah. i'm like <laughs>
4: feeling for walls to like get to places yeah. like yeah <laughs> not a good look i feel you <laughs> Booting it's up like period. until I've had my morning monster, I'm a shell of a human.
3: Like, yeah, Tony yeah. Tony doesn't even drink caffeine. He just has like a 30 minute startup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: That, that is boss. the So you're like my computer. Yes. Yeah, basically.
3: He's <laughs> just a little bump and then he's fucking ripping yeah.
0: for
2: the well, day. you know? He's like, I'm going to drive your one car. It's parlay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: you
3: know what the cell needs? White.
0: Yeah, he was really tired and hungry when he decided to. Play salvalla as his CDH deck. That's true.
1: That's
4: true. (laughs) And every time since. And every time since. (laughs) (laughs) You play the green white Salvala. Oh my God. (laughs) God. The only other person I know who's ever played that in CEDH is Pleasant Kenobi. And after the one game we played with it, he immediately went, This is fucking terrible. (laughs) took it apart. I will say, for as
0: much shit as we give Tony, he wins a lot with it, which yeah. I think makes me even saltier, is that yeah, the fact and... that he pulls
4: out fucking wins with it a lot. Like, but he's, he's a know... good pilot, and it's a bummer. That's a problem with <laughs> us. like When you're playing Marath, you're kind of given, like, free wins out, though, right? <laughs> Whoa. All right. all right, all right. Okay, Where's your, where's your Arden, Cal? <laughs> <laughs> Tournament's getting wins. Uh, <laughs> statistically speaking. I don't know about that
1: one, Cal.
0: (laughs) As I always say, I already play Blue Farm, Don Waker, and Najila. Let me have my (laughs) Miraffe. That's true. That's true.
4: That's fair. Everybody's allowed to have a bad deck. Tony cannot make that statement. (laughs) No, he cannot.
0: Um. Well, should we move on to a third story, guys? Third and final story, of course.
2: Now that we're done bullying each other, let's move on. Yeah,
0: (laughs) done, but
3: let's move on. (laughs) Isn't that just the show? (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, shall we dive into this third story, y'all? Let's do it. Mm, That is the third one. All right. So this one comes to us from our friend Derek Pebblepot's alter ego, also known as Alan. What a complicated username. Thank you for putting that effort in. I appreciate it. And the post is titled Salty Whining. Oh, and this one was submitted through our website. I don't think I said that for the other ones, but we have a lovely website where you can submit salty stories, thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com. We are inconsistent with the the, so our website might as well be the same way. And it goes, greetings, salt miners from an Australian prospector. Context. Back in the early days of learning to play EDH, our four-player pod consisted of one player who I will call Vampire due to the only type of deck that they would ever play as well as being a sucky player. (laughs) Nice. Nice. He would play Drana, Liberator of Malakir with Vampires to boot. At first, he would get some wins and act like a smug bastard. Once the rest of us got more into the format, started to bring variety and half-decent decks, it's always power level 7, right? the salty whining would start. Some examples here. Ugh, why would you play that? Throws the card down. Why are you board wiping or countering or exiling my graveyard? This is bullshit. We got this one a lot. Why can't I just win? The rest of us would laugh and continue to do the fun casual stuff. When we tried to give suggestions for his deck, he would just get even saltier and refuse to take our ideas on board. Anyway, from listening to your podcast and upon reflection, my question is this. For the salt-inducing complaining when a player dares to have their stuff focused on, is there a point when laughing at that player as a way of calling out their bullshit becomes acceptable behavior, or does this simply perpetuate the salt or the problem? Anyways, hmm. enjoy the soy sauce-covered siege rhinos, and cheers for every salty <laughs> grain you bring. Oh, wow, that's a deep cut right there, the siege nice. rhino. Fuck yeah.
1: Love
3: nice. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. That's a great question does, you know, laughing at and with the salt ever become a problem instead of Mm. alleviating it?
2: I'd say it definitely depends on the the POV of
0: the salt I suppose, but...
2: Cause when the three of you fucks are like laughing at me while I'm losing my shit, I'm not like right. It doesn't that's, make it better that for is hundred percent the question, right? <laughs> like if if I'm like, oh fuck you, Cal, <laughs> and then that's like a way different than like all of you guys being like, hey, you're so mad right now. Look at that fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 like, very different energies.
4: That's the thing is, it's like, is this person leaning into it or is this person like getting genuinely mad? Because yeah. like I think about myself when I get genuinely mad, and then somebody like does anything to Mm -hmm. like make that anger feel invalid it makes me so fucking mad like Mm -hmm. it makes it so Mm -hmm. much worse yeah so it's like i i I see it both ways
3: i feel like it's so contextual yeah you always have to read the room on like are you laughing with the person or laughing at them and there's definitely a level of laughing at a person in a situation like this that is acceptable is kind of trying to like encourage them to branch out from the behavior that they're doing right right. i'm not laughing at you because i think you're a you know a joke of a person but i am laughing at your behavior right now because it is a little bit ridiculous Ridiculous, and i'm hoping that laughing at that will kind of point that out Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah it's hard because if a person truly feels like the victim in a game things aren't going their way and everybody's ganging up on them then sometimes when you are trying to like you said, Mike, kind of tell those jokes to draw them out of that salty state. It's just going to, like you said, Cal, make them feel invalidated and they might get pissed off now at the actual like social situation uh, as opposed to just being frustrated with what's happening in the game. So you can like kind of exacerbate salt sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's really challenging. I mean, we do this a lot in our group. Obviously, we talk about this all the time. We try to joke around about salt, laugh at it. To do exactly this, draw ourselves out of that salty moment, kind of show the absurdity of it. But there are sometimes even in our group and we're like salty bastards in our pod, even in our group where it's like Sam is really mad and we should probably just like let him chill and not yeah. get up on him right now. Yeah. You know?
3: that's like full on upsetness. It's yeah. not just like a little crusty salting. It's like, okay, this is right. a, an actual emotional yeah, yeah. like situation. But sometimes it like, gets there when you don't realize and it, it, it is too late. And <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Mm. Once you realize
2: you're like, oh okay. And then it's just awkward. And then we're all just kind of real quiet through those <laughs> people's turnouts. <Yep>. It's, it's <laughs> like when you're at
4: a friend's house and their parents just, like yell at them. Yeah. It it's literally kind of the like, same how, feeling. It's that feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you're just like, oh like do i just leave should i call my mom and leave
4: am i also <laughs> getting yelled at or am i just yeah, yeah, like yeah. here watching this like, yeah.
1: no
2: you're when you're at your friend's house and you're they're gonna yell you're a piece of shit by proxy and you know it
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> bonus points for when they're getting yelled at for bringing a friend over without telling them oh that's, like, that's a good one
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or something that you suggested that they do
4: yeah. yeah. Oh no, if it's something you suggested they do, then it's funny.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think there are like two other parts of the post that are kind of interesting, which is yeah. like one, this sort of power creep that they've discussed, a very mm-hmm. kind of natural flow, and two, the corresponding like resistance to following that creep necessarily, yes. or resistance to listening to people's suggestions. And and those do a little bit hint at Kind of a different dynamic that's going on rather than just like maybe laughing along with the person of of, like this person who had, you know, really liked what was going on, maybe was getting the win here and there and has felt kind of like left behind.
2: There's something funny to me a little bit about being like, no, my deck is gonna suck.
4: <laughs> they're like, wait, wait, yeah, come on. Oh, man. it's a
2: vampire deck. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, let hey.
4: <laughs> it's like that boomer attitude almost of just like I can't adapt and change for sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. Where it like that's the vibe I get from it. Where yeah. and you see it on Twitter too with like there are certain like magic personality sometimes who will be like man commander's just so much different than it was six years ago and it's like yeah that's how change works that is that time works yeah yeah, (laughs) that is that is how the
3: progression of the world works you know
2: my hair is so much longer than it was three months ago
3: fuck (laughs) god damn it this damn hair meta keeps changing Dude, mullets are really good in the hair meta right now. (laughs) Well, I'm having the
4: issue where my hair used to be growing and it's starting to not. And I'm not (laughs) a fan of that part of life. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about it.
3: (laughs) Tony's hair meta does not change. Wait, let's explain to the listeners at home.
2: Tony is bald.
3: Yeah. Tony, Tony shaved all his hair.
0: Don't worry, I I grow enough hair for all of us on the show right that now. Is quite true. I'm fucking yeah.
3: The
2: hairiest dude in town. Thank you, Sam. I think I think Mike's got some some full fluff going on. He's, well, he's a
3: fluffy well, guy. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We'll wear a hat at conventions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the gay community would describe you as an otter. I get it.
0: He is sleek. <laughs> and he has a favorite favorite. favorite rock that he uses to break open scallops and yeah, all of my oysters (laughs) do get broken with
3: the same rock
0: (laughs) getting back to the story like there's something else going on here that i think if you feel like you're being unfairly targeted consistently you're going to be resistant to make changes to your deck that correspond with that you know what i mean
3: Yeah. yeah
4: that's also
0: true if everyone's like we'll run some more protection change these cards in your deck and you're like, no, the problem is that you guys target me unfairly. I'm not yeah. going to build my deck differently when, from my perspective, it's a social issue. And from your perspective, it's like a deck building thing. Right, I right. think that's yeah. also like a, a gap that's happening here, mm-hmm. a, a gap of like understanding the situation at hand.
3: Yeah. And, and I do want to tie back to what Cal was saying, too, when they mentioned like this being kind of a boomer attitude is like there's also some reality of like the way you adjust a boomer attitude is not necessarily by like laughing at it in the moment. Yeah. Like these Mm -hmm. things you do maybe need to be a little bit more sensitive on some of these conversations Mm -hmm. and laughing in the moment, maybe alleviates some of the, the discomfort and the you know the awkwardness but yeah. then after the fact if you're actually trying to help improve this or change this opinion or help the them change effort. the yeah. deck. yeah yeah you have to make that effort after the fact mm-hmm. in kind of a separate conversation that's isolated from feeling super targeted in that moment do you guys remember the like thing on
4: South Park they did a few years ago where it was like the girl who was dating Cartman they did this whole thing where she like ended up breaking up with Cartman, and then she's like with her friends, and all of her friends were making fun of her for doing that, and it ended up making her resent them, and she ended up getting back with Cartman because of that. That is the vibe like you could get sometimes with this, mm. where it's like, if you make fun of somebody a little too much, it could can- kind of turned them against you that was yeah, the absolutely. deepest pull but... yeah that was a deep pull. <laughs>
2: that was a that's just it's not registered for me pull. at all south park has like 600 seasons and you're like <laughs> <laughs> this one specific moment from south park is
3: it was fairly recent. recent i haven't seen south
2: park in like 10 years
0: <laughs> i was
3: gonna say i feel <laughs> yeah. like recency on I haven't south watched park it like is actually a bad thing yes, 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 lowers yes, yes. yeah lowers my chance of knowing
0: it <laughs> but i feel you like like sometimes when you're teasing someone about mm-hmm. that situation it can cause them to like double down. Yeah, and like if and... we tease
3: Cal about making a South Park deep cut, then we <laughs> right, know right, they're right, gonna right, make right. another one. Yeah, that they're, they're gonna want to make more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm going to start the South Park
4: podcast. Fuck all of you guys. <laughs> I'm real good for I learned learn. I got to get more of that on there.
0: But it really is like that is just something with just like human psychology, I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think yeah. what you said, Mike, is kind of maybe taking a more serious approach, because I think if you've done the joking thing and it hasn't been working, Maybe you need to be a little bit more like analytical with it and be Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. well, the reason I'm playing this card that you dislike so much is because your deck is doing some crazy busted shit and I need it to stop. Or, you know, like this is my target prioritization right now and like kind of talk through it. And that might give them a little bit more of that understanding that they don't quite have. When, again, if they feel like they're being unfairly targeted, like they're looking at everything
2: through that lens, you know? Mm -hmm. So let's wrap it up. What do we think about this rating here on this one? It's like not the most salty right but there's mm-hmm. like it's a question of salt in this one though right is like is the laugh good is the salt there you know yeah
0: it doesn't seem super salty outside looking in but I think whenever mm. you have a dedicated play group and one person is on the outs with like win rates or how they want to play the game or like deck construction mm-hmm. yeah. just like difference of philosophies and they feel like they're getting picked on if you're not in a high salt situation now yeah. you're gonna hit one in the future. Yeah if like a change is a mid yeah. you know
2: it's a slow burn salt like someone just like slowly lacing every meal you have with salt to just lightly bump up <laughs> your cholesterol every week yeah. you know
4: yeah. <laughs> see the way i i envision it is you know when when people make like vegetables and they mm-hmm. tell you oh don't, you don't need to put salt on it i already put salt on it yeah mm-hmm. and you go and eat it and you're like this doesn't. This needs salt. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. And you like go to put some more salt on it, and they would look at you like you're a crazy person. That's that's mm. how I envision this. Well, that's like, like the plot it, of it, that one episode of South Park.
1: Daddy,
4: yeah. <laughs> <Get him. laughs> listen. I thought I was in a safe environment were, where I could no. make. A Why would you think man, that? You thought fucking wrong. This is one of those bro. moments where where
3: if we did this to Sam, he would be like. You guys really just no butted me so hard. And, then yeah. for like 30 minutes and now we're doing it to a guest. We have fallen far. <laughs>
0: I didn't know you were capable of that level of awareness, Mike. That's crazy. <laughs> because you're maliciously no
2: butting me in the past. <laughs> for what it's worth, I endorse that behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pro-bud, sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Me too. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> we're, all, we're, we're, all, we're all butt
4: people at heart. Yeah. I mean, at heart, at really heart is. for sure. 100%. <laughs>
2: Mike's a neck guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Just really driving home that you can't cut that part of yeah, the I will, I will not <laughs> let that part be cut for sure. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Sam, oh. is it that time of the fucking
0: week? Ooh, let me check my watch. Yes, it is that time of the week, Tony. (laughs) I
2: like that you're actually wearing a watch.
0: (laughs) Dude, always, yeah, you know. (laughs) Gotta close my rings. Um, It's the time of the week that comes every week. Every week, baby girl. It's the time of the week where we say, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. What's the salty card of the week? The salty card of the week this week? I can't explain all the salt that you're making me feel. I think I started too high. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You have a hull breacher and you just cast another wheel. <laughs> Assaulting you. Assaulting me. Assaulting you. Yeah, you saltin' me. Ready? i believe in a thing called bands just look at my rhythm as a card there's a chance they could ban it now just flip it like a chaos orb i believe in a thing called salt guitars
2: and that was (laughs) clapping's good for an audio medium right (laughs) yes zero clip zero
3: clip and that you was you did not um, start too high.
0: I believe in a thing called love by the oh, Darkness, was it really? <laughs> and it was requested by our patron D Beeson. So thanks for the request. Um,
2: I'm actually quite impressed by your performance, there, Sam. I'm not yeah. gonna lie; like I've heard yeah. you sing a couple times, man. But thank you. Nah, I was wasn't that good. I think you went a little flat.
4: I think you were like. There's no talking happening. over
0: it, which was a yeah, good that's true. So. That's true.
4: You, you ended up finding the key. You found yeah. the key. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Search for it a little bit. I was bit. confident that, that the with the biorhythm band mentioned too, that it was going to be uh, a snornge's a, a Pat. Um, <laughs> shout out, because he loves that card. He loves biorhythm.
0: Yeah, that one, that one, it was originally, I believe, in a thing called Salt. And then the line, just listen to the rhythm of my heart. I was like, what the fuck do I put here? And I was like, oh, Biorhythm. Biorhythm is yeah. a card. And it's then it just be became there. about bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Nice. laughs> Built it from, you know, from from just one single piece. Powerful.
3: Uh, but anyways, Mike, hit us with that salty card. Yeah, well, thank you for the salty song of the week there, Sam. The You're salty welcome. card of the week this week is Narset Parter of Veils. Hmm, have we not done this one? Right? I feel like we have, but it's not in our list, so... The Planeswalker. Yeah, the Planeswalker. We've done other Narsets, but we have not done part of it. I think it is
4: very funny that you can see Ian and I who are like hardcore CDH players are like visibly like that's a salty card. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like that
2: that one actually really took me back. I was like, that's <laughs> like one of the most fair cards in the fucking world. <laughs> Stop being a draw terrorist. Let's, I'm gonna, like I'm going to look at four cards and I might get one more. with de <laughs> All
3: right, so Narset Parter of Veils is one and two blue for a legendary planeswalker, Narset. Each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. That's the static ability on it.
4: I'm really glad that you told us that it was a Narset-type Planeswalker because I thought yeah. it was going to be a Bolus type Yeah, me too. Me a too. With mistake. how
3: salty it is, must be yeah. a Bolus yeah, Planeswalker. Yeah. <laughs> so the minus two is look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order, and it starts with five. And, Cal, I know you were wondering, so the artist on that is um, uh, Magali Villeneuve. I thought it was Magali. Yeah. And it's by Wizards of the Coast as well. Wow. Uh, and it's oh, from wow. War of the Spark. Yeah. Sorry, and what, it was the, uh... the set number. The, the set, set number. number. Yeah, yeah, set, yeah. set yeah. number. It's set number. actually, <laughs> it has a couple printings. One <laughs> of the set numbers is 0853
2: um yeah wow. if you could go over the market value of each different printing right now and sort of where they stand in the market <laughs> yeah, let me get there about. for you oh, yeah. so
3: um yeah we're, we're around 95 cents for one of the printings like, and yeah. Uh, yeah okay cool <laughs> the funny thing is though <laughs> one of the
4: print okay not to go too hard into this bit but one of the printings is ninety five cents, but then there are also printings of that card that are like six hundred dollars. Yeah,
3: like the yeah. anime, the Japanese the art foil, yeah, the like foil ridiculous. Japanese art one. Do you have this a couple is of a those? This a salty <laughs> card. Like actually, yeah. To clarify, we are still on the twenty twenty two list. Okay, we'll be yep. switching over probably in the new year. We'll shift in the new year probably, but twenty twenty three data came out like a month ago. Yeah, yeah so okay. we're not that okay, okay. we're not yeah. that yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise. It hasn't I promise. been posted yet. So, yeah, Ian, how do you feel about this one? So,
2: my, my biggest thing with this card and why this is mind-boggling, this is even on this list, is because the biggest thing you always hear as the counter-argument is like, just run more removal, right? Like, that's always the, the casual thing. Just run more removal. Like, sure, on top of that. This is a Planeswalker. Mm-hmm. You can attack it. Planeswalkers are, like, quoted as being bad in EDH because you can just beat the shit out of them. Yeah. So... In what world in a casual game are you unable to take out a Narset and you're like, this thing's bringing me the pain? Yeah. I tried to draw two cards off a Ristic Study and this cop over here played a Narset. <laughs> and I only got yeah. to
3: draw one for the turn off. Or of is it. it
2: just because of Narset wheel combos? Is that really it? I would suspect it like it has to it. be it.
4: Yeah.
3: Okay. I would suspect. But
4: how prevalent is that like outside of from
2: what ADHD? I've heard, like from my understanding, every time I hear about people talk about wheels in a casual setting, it is bitching because it's a NECASAR or a, a yeah. Zyrus or a Narset or just like you know what? Ban wheels so that'll be like the button. Better, better for yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Honestly, yeah. I would love
3: a wheel ban. Mm. <laughs> Just a sweeping, actually everything that says draw more than one card, and then we can ban Narset too. At least hit the three mana ones, you know what I mean? Honestly,
4: ban Time Twister, nobody can afford one, and if you can't afford one, you don't want to play with it. Um,
2: <laughs> and if you're going to ban it, at least give me like a, a bit of a heads up so I can sell my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: It's going to impact the price on a Time Twister, even <laughs> I'm just saying. The commander's really driving the price on your Time Twister. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cal, how do you feel about Narset here as the resident cop commander player? I think it's fine. Like, I don't know, it's a lot different than Hull reacher where like it's kind of hard to remove creatures sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have the right thing for mm-hmm. creature removal, but like Planeswalkers, it's just like if the table agrees that this card has to go away, the table can just go, "We're going to attack. We're going to attack. We're going to attack." All right, it's your turn. It's gone. And it's just like, what are you playing around Narset that is making it so people can't get through? Because it doesn't seem like that is a congruent strategy. Narset Mm -hmm. has died for Time Twister Sins. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or Days Undoing or Wheel of Fortune or whatever nonsense you're, you're running, you know?
3: Yeah. Tony, how do you feel about Narset? Well, fuck blue first. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I get what you guys are saying. And I, and I think I have seen this generate some salt. A lot of the times when it does come down on a casual table, like it might only be bad for one of you realistically. And like you don't have enough to get through to it, mm-hmm. or you don't want to be the person that like, sent your attackers because there's some other big stuff going on so it's like it is easy to get rid of by attacking it but then it also leaves you open at the same point in like casual yeah. settings more frequently mm-hmm. so i think it's more the salt generated by everybody wanting somebody else to deal with it but not <laughs> dealing with it themselves until yeah. somebody eventually is like all right well if i can't fucking draw them like until they're in <laughs> such a, like a commanding position yeah uh, and i think that's where i see a generate salt i know it generates salt for me that way because i'll see somebody who has like a reasonable board state. I'm like, just fucking get rid of it. Like it's hurting us all. And they're like, no, no. Imagine that, Tony. But then instead of hitting Narset, they go, well, I want to just draw my one card with Timna. Right? Like that's, <laughs> that's the planeswalker story in CEDH for a long time. It doesn't particularly work with Narset, but like, yeah. you know, Dan, what, I mean? <laughs> what do you
0: think about uh, Narset here? I mean, I definitely see the salt. Uh, I think I think you're spot on, Ian, that this is on the list because of how it plays with wheels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think if we think about like the year where all the voting took place for this late last year, there's kind of a big hub up about like people hating wheels. Yeah. Um, And, you know, this is even pre-Bowmasters, but yep. people were so burned off Hullbreacher and yeah. those stronger True. wheel strategies that, quite frankly, are pretty fucking shitty in casual oh, yeah. magic, you know, and and have fallen out of favor a little bit in CDH as well. But like in in casual a wheel with a Narset is brutal. And if someone drops the Narset and then cast the wheel, you don't have an opportunity to, to go right. to combat and attack. Right. And I yeah. think generally when you're seeing a Narset in a casual deck, it is there for a reason. It's not yeah. there to just be a yeah. casual stacks piece and be like, well, someone's going to be drawn a bunch at some point and this right. it will be relevant. It's like, oh no, I'm playing the Narset so I can do this other thing where we all draw cards, but I just get the cards, you know, like a big yeah. X spell or something like that. Yeah, it's some yeah. kind of yeah. denial. Yeah. Um, or the wheel where your whole hand just gets stripped away and you're left with one card. So I see why it gets the salt. I think on its own, it's like definitely over-evaluated for mm-hmm. salt. But when you're seeing it in a casual game, it is probably there
2: to induce salt <laughs> to yeah. some extent. To be fair and and if you ask the player why they have a an Narset, and they go, I guess you will just have to find <laughs> yeah. out. Kill, kill him right now. <laughs>
0: Mike, how does this card make you feel?
3: Thanks, Sam. A a couple of things that I think you guys are glossing over a little bit is yes, it's easier to kill with combat, but it does mean that it dodges a lot of the removal that people run in casual. So it's not killable with most removal. And if you play this in a board state that people can't start swinging in and killing Mm -hmm. it right away, it Mm -hmm. is very hard for people to draw more cards to get into a position where they can start attacking it. Mm. So pieces like this in casual where once it's out, it stops people from dealing with it more by stopping people from drawing is really tough, especially in casual where we see kind of a hatred towards tutors. Yeah. The other way to get a lot of cards that let your deck do the Rube Goldberg that you're looking for is by drawing cards. So if you're not running tutors and you're trying to draw a lot of cards, this suddenly shuts that down. Really, really hard. Also... I think this card gets bonus points for being really funny to tutor out with Sissé when someone's trying to uh, win with Solvala. But, you know, who would ever have to do that? Yeah, yeah. who would do that? Nobody here. Whose weird meta would that make
2: sense in? <laughs>
4: That's yeah, <strange>. yeah.
3: exactly.
4: <laughs> Probably somebody who plays a weird diet deck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Having a cool moment with my Sissé brother and then he brings up
3: Silvala and I'm like, oh, I'm out again. Yeah, I mean, no, that part's not relatable, but the first part. Yeah. <laughs> so, next part. Where do you guys think this lands on the salty card list? Okay, full send, 84, final answer.
2: 28. 28? Twenty eight. These are casual players, guys. <laughs> Back to basics exists, you psycho. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to say 63. Okay, okay. So we have 28, 63, 84. I, I think I'm going to go with, you know, I'm just going to split the
3: difference. We're just going to give you a solid 50. Mm-hmm. solid 50. Tony takes it. Get what? Get it, fucking is, it is 35. What? Ah. Oh, oh my results. God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. And I will give Ian one bonus point because he said Back to Basics exists. Yeah. Back to Basics is actually... 36. It is the next card. <laughs> <after> <laughs> no Narset. way. So Narset is just slightly saltier. Worse? And slightly <laughs> saltier. To than to what the fuck is wrong okay, with you, people? Mean? Let me <laughs> interpret
4: this. Isn't one of the like hated decks like a Slivers deck? Isn't the other hated deck like the Planeswalker deck? Like yes. the Super Friends deck? Yes, that makes some amount friends. of sense. Yes.
3: And uh, there is another stat here that I think makes this make a little more sense, which is narset is in seven percent of decks and back to basics is in one percent of decks so yeah. there's definitely an exposure you know lack of parity there as that's well. crazy i mean back to, to me. basics
0: is a such a salty effect but if you're playing in games where people have like eight non-basics in their entire deck then back to basics starts to
4: suck ass pretty fast i'm a yeah. greedy cdh player and all of my decks don't have basics on them
2: <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i i've never seen it outside of a cdh game so yeah
4: yeah oh i have i just that it was, was many moons ago i cannot
2: <laughs> believe that narset is more salty than fucking Pacto. <laughs> yeah. yeah well maybe it's been updated yeah i mean cdh Narset's like oh thank god it's a, a bastion of peace <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you don't have to worry about the risk study for it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for the
0: salty card of the week. Well, thanks, Mike. That was a lovely salty card of the week. And thank you to our patrons for our Salt Packet Plus tier. Mm. We love to shout them out every single episode, and we're going to do it right now. We got Rothbox, Bobo Fett, Sam Power Gamer, Clearbrook, and Captain Croz. Thanks for the support, guys. Uh, <laughs> and thank you to the Mind Sculptors, the Sculpty Boys for coming on our show. We appreciate hey, guys.
2: thank you for having us friends Yeah, I'm, I'm going to eventually beat my partner out as most guesting on this show <laughs> I know you're tenacious dude I love it it, it makes me feel very good
0: <laughs> whenever you're like can I come on and make some jokes with you guys I'm like fuck of course dude what am I going to say yeah. no
2: <laughs> the, the next time I'll we'll let you on is when you win a tournament with Zavala <laughs> now, now Tony I do have a, a financial stipend that I told people I will accept depending on the <laughs> tournament size <laughs> to play some ball at that's tournament. <laughs> so
0: I will say, uh, I'm manifesting it right now. At some point, the Howling Salt Mine will sponsor Ian at a convention. Ian will play Green White Silvala and you will be decked out in Howling Saltmine swag as you do it. <laughs> oh, I can.
2: We can definitely make this happen. This is yeah. be a real thing we do That's
0: for sure.
4: sure. I know. Yeah. It will Also probably top 16 with it, and then it'll yeah. suddenly become like <laughs> yep, real hot and exactly. for a minute. <laughs> yeah.
2: people will be like, but there's the short on your channel, and I'm like, whatever. I'm a sellout. I don't yeah.
4: care. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so if people are dying for more of that, Sculpty boys content where can they find y'all www.youtube.com forward slash the mind sculptors i actually might not be that but you can just google us on youtube for the just, mind sculptors
2: you can't scryfall it sam Please. yeah you can't scryfall hey. it
4: yeah you can just uh search for us like the mind sculptors we're on youtube we're on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. we're everywhere you can get podcasts and stuff you might be able to get us on your samsung smart appliances Ooh, wow. i have not checked mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. might be able to love it uh, we are available wherever your podcasts are
0: sold mm-hmm. and you guys are doing new episodes every monday is that correct weekly podcasts. Every Monday. Every Monday. Yes. Dope. Yes. And Ian, where can folks go if they want to find some of your solo content?
2: Ian of the Mind Sculptors is also Ian of YouTube.com slash comedian
4: MTG, where I focus uh, extensively on the tournament side of competitive EDH. My wife is roasting me from the other room. I love she it. She just texted me and said, Did you just say Google us on YouTube? Okay, grandma. Roasted. <laughs> 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 bully just put on the griddle uh, <laughs> yeah man, <Holy> sizzling.
0: <laughs> well that's awesome yeah. if all the prospectors out there want a perfect first episode to check out of the mind sculptors there's one with little old me on it i think it was like the july cdh month yeah. uh top 10 or something like that one so- of our
4: power rankings episodes we'll link it in the show notes we will link, nice. it in the show notes. Yeah.
0: link all this shit in the show notes guys yeah put my shit in the show notes we're professionals we're consummate professionals um, well, thank you both for joining us today. This has been a ton of fun. Always. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to all the prospectors out there for tuning in to another episode mm-hmm. of The Howling Salt Mine. If you want more content, check us out at our Patreon, patreon.com slash howlingsaltmine. Oh, I should also mention, go listen to Ian's old episode if you haven't heard it. I think it's oh, like 42. Sure. Yeah. On our Patreon, we have stray grains episodes these are all the tangents that are coming out of our shows that don't make the final cut but we still think they're funny we still think Mm -hmm. you guys we still want you guys to hear them those are coming out Pretty much weekly. We've had a little bit of a drought, but uh, they're they're coming back fast and furious now. We have our extra salt show that we do once a month where we kind of break away from our typical format. And we also have a lovely Discord community. We're playing with people. We're doing a holiday deck exchange right now, which is super fun. So if you want to hang out, chat with us, jump on in is a really good time. Also, the higher tiers, I will draw you custom tokens every single month. And you can join our monthly token club and we'll send you tokens that I have drawn every single month it's pretty cool we got some fucking good ones cooked up so definitely check that shit out
2: i also want to shout out one of your coolest patrons andrew rothbox you're, you're the you're the mvp go to oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say I, I i heard roth sam saw him today yeah
0: i literally <laughs> i literally saw him today he's in Just... he's in providence Hell yeah. uh, and and came over unfortunately my wife has COVID, but we like chilled in the backyard for a little bit so it was it was dope roth is good people yeah mm-hmm. absolutely fucking best if you have a salty story that you want featured on a future podcast episode, send it to us. You can send that through our website that I mentioned earlier in the episode, thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com, or you can send it to our Gmail, which is saltmine at gmail.com, or fucking DM it to us on any social media, and it'll get there eventually. Another way you can support the show is to buy our merchandise. We have a bonfire store with awesome shirts on there, Howling Wizard Salty Gang, one 800 ru flapping the logo, The classic logo, we got it all. Uh, That's pretty much it. There might be a couple others. And the other thing you can do that is very helpful is support us on Spotify.
4: Or your favorite podcast app of choice. A five-star rating goes a long way. The way that I put it on our show is it is an offering to algorithm Jesus. Oh, that
0: is so true. It really nice. is an offering to algorithm Jesus.
2: Well, I <laughs> want to be clear. Jesus, very famous for accepting sacrifices and offerings. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and positive reviews. He loved a yeah, good yeah, five-star yeah. review. Yeah. Uh, so
2: five-star review in your
0: podcast app of choice does go a long way into helping out the podcast and helping new people Find the podcast. Lastly, we got to shout him out every single episode. Our amazing podcast artist, JD Burnett, for gifting us our beautiful podcast art that we love so much. If you're ever in ashland North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo. He's a really cool guy. Ten thousand subscribers are bust, indeed. And that's it. Thanks again for jumping on with us, guys. Yeah, absolutely, it's wonderful. Yeah, and to everybody out there, as always, stay salty, and don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. Howlings
1: of the howlings
2: of I feel like your cat for a second was like so not mobile that I thought it was an image on your shirt. And then moved and Beautiful. I was like, Whoa, so, sorry. I was telling that story and I was looking at your cat shirt. That was actually a real cat. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's sort of the, the fun little things I bring to a podcast recording. Yeah, just a little visual uh, suddenly, humor. Yeah, yeah visual, visual, visual comedy is my favorite <laughs> podcast trope.
4: Yeah. In this scene from Barbie, uh, you can actually see the moment that uh margot roby uh breaks her toe when she kicks the helmet, the helmet yeah um, <laughs> you could <laughs> actually see the pain in her face um
3: and they use that take too
2: yeah it's wild it's is, wild. This, is any of this usable um, <laughs> to yes, degrees. yes and no yeah, <laughs> yeah nice six three grains. i got it
4: Ugh, well <laughs> <laughs> it's me
2: unraveling the Visual squirrel, gags then... yet again yeah, visual gags yeah, i told you i'm here for visual gags
3: that is a great lead in ian how do you feel Wait, about you Garcet? have to read what the fuck it though. Oh, i do have to read the whole ass card okay <laughs> oh see the cold
4: opens great because yeah. you just get like five minutes of, of your ian stupidest and I yeah things talking about Fucking nothing. Well, we yeah. just yeah. do that
0: after our regular opening. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. Okay. We open hot and then we get cold and weird right <laughs> yeah, after that. Nice. <laughs> good. I love yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good.